like that it's funky right i'm still not used to it you gotta get used to it mariam tassi <laughs> oh, no. what's going on not much what's up with you malcolm riddle oh yeah malcolm malcolm riddle there you go <laughs> little ring rust it's all right people she'll warm up in a second yeah are you wait are you awake what's up i'm tired good I'm tired night Tired. Well, welcome to another episode, everyone. Uh, you too, Mariam Tazi. Mm, thanks. That's right. Top of the morning. Rise and shine. Get it together. Do what mm. you got to do. You know what I mean? Feather your hair. Blow dry it. Whatever it takes, right? It's actually still wet, but yeah. <laughs> I tell you, people. I started late this morning. I tell you, well, what's I got going these new on? Curtains, they, they're blocking all the light, so it makes Can, me sleep in. That's even better, though. <laughs> I know, but it's dangerous. It's dark. It's Wake up, you don't even know which way is up. I had no idea. I was like, it's got to be late, but it's also dark out. So that's the best yeah. when you can when you have peace and I don't have that luxury. I haven't had that luxury in, in a long time. Uh, but good, glad you're well rested. I'm maybe too rested. That's why I'm still tired. I'm like, Meh. <laughs> I wish I got sleep. Tossing and turning. I'll tell you one thing. I was tossing. I've been tossing and turning with the uh, past couple. Not really tossing and turning. It's just on my mind. It's like an itch. You know how you get an itch and you just, mm-hmm. it just, it doesn't really bug me, but sometimes it does just because of the time that we're living in. So I, I posted this thing on social media, okay. right? And it, it was, I don't even have it in front of me, but. Uh, Prepared. Uh, yeah. It, I just <laughs> I just posted a, a random quote by KRS-One. How many MCs must get dissed? Mm. Right? Okay. Right? So, and I'm not going to spend too much time on this because, you know, I don't want to drag it on just about hip hop, mm. you know? I don't. I don't talk a lot about hip hop on this show, but yeah, some, sometimes. <laughs> what are you talking about? But sometimes, you know. Well, people will be asking the like, "What's the t- what's the podcast about?" I'm like, "Well, you know, life and things and hip hop and movies and that's definitely one of the things that I think it's about." I don't know if I should well, describe if, it. I don't know if, how if to you've describe ever looked it. At, I think online, whether it's the website or, or. or <laughs> Well, comedy is in my eyes. I think it's funny, yeah. but I don't know if it's just me. But if you look at uh, on the social media page, and I think on iTunes it says uh, it's the world has seen through the eyes of Malcolm Riddle. So ah. some comedy, some not so, but uh, you know, it's just the way I see the world and the way it's the way I absorb it. Uh, so those are the subject. That's the subject matter. It could be anything, right? It's, right? it's not, you know, linear. No, there's no straight lines. No, <laughs> <laughs> there. You know, if there's if if like I said the last show, if you're looking for recipes or you're looking for <laughs> wait, actually, I think I've given recipes. That's right. In the air. That's right. Oh, I thought you were making a joke. 
No. <laughs> this is not, I think you were going to say, if you're looking for recipes, this is not the podcast for you. No, well, <laughs> and I was like, hey, don't say that. Specific. Like, if you just, people know me from the wine business, right? If they think just, oh, yeah, wine, talk- wine. That's another topic I mentioned. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm just going to specifically talk about, you're going to learn about wine. No, no. You're, you're, you're probably going to learn how, you know, screwed up I am. So, you know, I'm all over the place. But- so, is that how I should describe it to people? No, it's like, it's just about everything. <laughs> Discover yeah. how screwed up Malcolm Riddle yeah. is. Yeah. Who's Malcolm Riddle? Yeah. Well, you'll find out on the podcast. Yeah. All you got to do is Google me. If you ever Google my <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, but does it give a good reflection of who you are? Yeah. Okay. I think so. You think I mean, it's truth? It's all over the place. Well, you're saying the internet, you shouldn't believe everything. So. Believe it. Okay. <laughs> if you Google if you Google my name. I can it, believe that. It comes up just, one, it's just a wine in the podcast and movies and stuff. Just various stuff. But it's, it's you know. It's accurate. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's as not. As long as you say so, then I believe at this po- it. At this point, it's accurate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let's watch in the future. Yeah, as, right. as per this episode. Okay. It's fairly, <laughs> as far as you it's know. fairly accurate. <laughs> yeah. The story seems to be changing. Yeah. That's the podcast, people. But some, one of the things that was on my mind was based on that quote, how many MCs must get dissed by the Blastmaster KRS one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Also known as the teacher, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, we're so funny. I'm being serious. I was thinking about your nickname. Which one? The one oh, that has. <laughs> she's tripping people. Well, I couldn't help but think about it. She's bugging. No, I'm just bugging. I'm not going to embarrass you now. It's all right. She's, well, she's well, the, the people, the audience is hanging on right now. You know, the few that are actually tuning in, are that's they? actually made it six minutes into the <laughs> podcast. They're probably wondering what the hell she's all talking about. Right, well, what's about. the nickname? It's not a nickname. Okay. What was the name? One of the AKAs. Okay. We, you've you gone have. over this. You're taking me off track, but I'm going to, I'll, I'll bring everything full circle. I know you can. So the... There was a period in time, which everyone's gone through it. Everyone. You name any MC, what I mean by everyone, anyone affiliated, anyone within the hip hop community has had a DJ name or an MC name or, you know, you could be a, you know, breaker, a dancer, anything. You, you had, you always had a name, you know, an alias, an AKA. Right. It's just some people still have them today. Some of the people has been on this podcast <laughs> go by many names, right? right? So again, I said, I was telling Miriam, uh, that, uh, you know, sometimes I, I, I remember things, uh, and then sometimes I don't. So it's it's gradually come back and come to my attention mm. that one of the MC names that I had, and I'm going to give you guys the list for those of you my, that may have missed <laughs> a podcast uh, oh, that we went over a while ago. Let's so my first, my <laughs> I'm trying to think, my first MC name. No, it wasn't even an MC name when I f- Were first you started. Even an MC. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I used to write rhymes. What do you mean, was I? Well, I'm just saying. You said, what the, hey. Because I thought you were DJing. No, I, I, you did everything. So okay. You, I, tried, I tried being a breaker at one time. I realized. <laughs> <laughs> realized. They, I, if we listen to the podcast as well, we know that dancing is not. <laughs> realized very fast that, yes, this was not my forte. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't windmill. Could not windmill to save my life. I could do like a two step or something. No big deal, you know. Maybe a maybe you know an up rock. You know, really? just can you couple pop steps or, or like yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I can wave, and I, I'm not going to do the worm or anything. But 
<laughs> I don't like doing stuff on the floor. Yeah. You know. Breaking is not for you then. No. But no. you have to be coordinated too. You have to have some yeah, um, extremely coordinated. Yeah, you you have to be a gym gymnast almost, right? This is Yeah, it's close. Yeah, I have close. no no I have no skill. I'm not I even like afraid to, to admit. It's more flexible oh, actually. I played a game of horse yesterday. We were playing horse on the in the basketball court, uh, right? Played a game of horse where you make a shot and the other person has to make the exact shot. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Or unless you call it. And there was some trick shots involved. So my buddy who was with me, my son and I, we were playing. He did this trick kind of Michael Jordan-esque hmm. uh, style uh, layup. Okay. Right? A whole lot of, you know, <laughs> waving of the ball and behind the back type stuff. Okay. And I told him straight up, you know, I, I'm just going to take the letter because there's no <laughs> way. There's no way I can. I already know. I'm secure. Right? I'm, I'm very secure within myself to admit. Where I fall short. Oh. And having that type of grace, <laughs> I, already, no. I already know I'm going to fall short. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take the letter. But he insisted because we were in the game. Try. No, he <laughs> wanted to see me embarrass myself. <laughs> Same thing. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Same thing. Wow. Thank you. In that sense, you're already preparing for that. He knew. He knew it was going to be entertaining. Yeah. I said, look at me. I mean, just look at me. I don't even remotely look like that. I, I have talent in that arena. How did it go? Terrible. Oh. Yeah. I mean, just, it was embarrassing. Mission accomplished. I still won the game, though. Oh, good for you, then. That's right. Then who cares? I went old school. I was hitting a lot of set shots. Mm. You know what I mean? Right right in top of the key. How old know. are these people again? I don't know. 30s? Oh. That's more of a challenge. I thought you were talking about, like... Kids. Oh, kids like my son's age? No, 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 no. I was like, okay, the guy I work with. Oh, so. even better. Yeah, no, no. It was, a, and they play ball all the time. Oh well, then it's even more satisfying. Good for you. Yeah. Well, I took it to the basics, and I killed him with a free throw, and I told him straight up, free throws win games. <laughs> they can. That's right, and people lose games because of the basic shot. That's true. So that's what took him out. Mm. Yeah, but I told him I wasn't going to brag about it. And you just. <laughs> Well, I don't even think he listens. He might some friend, but like I said, in the beginning, back to the back to the lab, back to the the, the story of this quote unquote nickname that Miriam Tazi has brought up. Oh yeah, she almost forgot. See, I could have easily taken it to another totally direction. Could have, I would have easily, lost. easily. But I know you, the listener, is paying attention. I know you guys are. So I'm going to stay on, stay on subject. She's laughing. She's shaking her head, actually. Actually, looking in another direction. <laughs> like, who is this guy talking to? Uh, in the beginning, when I, when, when, I, when I first got really head over heels in hip-hop, I was just all about tagging things, like just drawing. Because when I was a kid growing up, I used to do that, too. I used to just lose myself in school. Back in those days, I would draw, like, the Millennium Falcon, TIE fighters, mm. X-wing fighters, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And I, w- I would even go off off the trail and draw Cylons. You know what a Cylon is? Nope. Huh? Nope. From Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. I used to I used to draw those and maybe from Star Wars, the Tusken Raider. You know who that is? What those are? Not really. Yeah. Um, so I would draw stuff like that. Uh, but then I started getting into graffiti art. And, I know that. And then I, I, I gave myself the name... Kid Fresh. <laughs> so Kid Fresh, Kid Fresh was my was 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 my graffiti name, and I would just write Kid Fresh all over the place. So it was your tag. Yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't actually go out and do it on on you know 
things. Yeah, like I would draw it on paper or canvas or something like that. I wouldn't actually go out and draw it on buildings because you know I, I I don't need that type of heat. You know, I don't. Something's going to happen. It's going back in those days. It would get back to my old man, and then you know I don't I don't need I didn't need that on my back. Mm. So I would just draw stuff with always. I don't even think I've ever aspired to even put it on a wall or a train or anything like that. I mean, I know I I could have, uh, but. It was very a simple style, it was kid and fresh. You know, it's not. Have you ever seen like real graffiti where it's you can't even make out what it is, and it looks like it's glowing or it's a reflective mirror, and it's got all these like gels and different colors that illuminate and stars and galaxy. No, that's not that's not me. So if that's you're why if I said that's, a tag, if the, yes, it's the she, name. She did say that for the record. She did. Yeah. No, mine wasn't. No, it was. It was. A, it was more than just a tag. Okay. I don't, I don't know if I could even find it, but I was influenced. I haven't told this part of the story. I'm not even going to go into this. Sorry, didn't mean to bring it up. Let's Actually, see. it did. Let's see if it comes up. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. No, nothing comes up. Okay, here's one. Why do I hear music? Oh, I probably have something. Oops. Give me a second, guys. Sorry. Uh, so it was an artist in Flint, Michigan. And basically it looked like it was a form of this, but mine would be colored. Like bubble letters. Yeah. But mine would be colored. Uh, so it was that style. Okay. But just consider it kid and then fresh with that style of writing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> very basic and simple. You know, mm-hmm. it's that old school style of graffiti. You still but- kind of write. Your handwriting is kind of graffiti-esque. But uh, <laughs> I was influenced by a graffiti artist in Flint, Michigan, and his name was Kid Whack. <laughs> <laughs> so, Why do you want to be called Kid Whack? I don't know why, That's- but he, he tagged everything from trains to buildings. There was a lot. Anyone listening right now that grew up in Flint, Michigan in the 1980s, they, they definitely saw, you know, all over town, Kid Whack uh, outside of Flint, Michigan, too. So, Never knew who he was, but it was that whole mystique, you know. Yeah. What I mean, that that that, that, that aura of uh, mystery that I was intrigued by. Mm-hmm. So, kid, you know, that's that's when uh, uh, Kid Fresh was born because I was like, no, I don't, I'm not whack. I'm I'm fresh. <laughs> so that's how you would you would come up with that's how you would come up with a name. And then, uh, you know, once we started getting into writing lyrics and we started writing. Uh, uh, battles and we, we would just just write stuff we would just write stuff down everyone had you you just had to have if you were in a crew and you had to be in a crew back then you just everyone no matter how bad they were every neighborhood every street had a crew everyone did something it's just like working in a beehive you know what i mean everyone did something some did better some didn't but everyone did, even if you just carried equipment you you had a name you just you just did <laughs> It's just part, and you had to have a name, right? So I went from kid, what did I say? I went from kid fresh to uh, 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 Doc Chill. Yeah, Doc Chill was was one of my first MC names, right? I was Doc Chill. You have to understand, back then, geez, this gets a laugh every You're so time. Good. I've said this before, you're just like not chill at all <laughs> so it just doesn't it does yeah but i want like, it to be it's, I, it yeah, was always I your just, it's, i thought it was supposed to embody you, you as a person you know what i mean that's why i feel like it should have been a nickname given to you you can't name ego. yourself <laughs> like that like i'm doc chill so, so you, i'm so you're saying the I'm doctor what? of chill like so you're, you're not so you're saying i'm not fresh 
you're fresh. All right. But chill. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not a kid, you know? So kid I was a kid fresh. then. <laughs> I don't still have the name. <laughs> okay. So... So I had so, yeah, there's, so, there's so it, kid it, fresh it evolved from kid chill. fresh and you have to understand back then everyone AKA. yeah everyone was like a kid of something some you know some style somebody wanted to be fresh someone would be dope uh, and then then it started Ew. to evolve where every yeah everyone wanted to be a doctor yeah that was the profession in hip hop <laughs> that is the profession that still exists to this day in rap music and the culture of hip hop yeah. right there's a lot of doctors a lot of doctors a lot of doctors <laughs> some of them even use the same name like how many Dr. Dre's are there you know I mean there's two famous ones Dr. Dre from the West Coast NWA and then the Dr. Dre that was on Yo MTV Raps oh yeah you know what I mean you know, and they let that one slide, but I couldn't even. Yeah, I've but never like you said it comes in pairs. There's everything comes in twos. Like I've that. never understood it though. You can't. You you just can't do it. It's just like all right, whatever. And then within that, I think at some point in the eighties, I wanted to. I wanted to. I didn't mind the dot chill. Like people would just we call each other like by our MC names, yo Doc. You know what I mean? And I would answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> would you still today? It de- well, it depends on the person who okay. would say it. Like Rico, Rico Phillips has been on on the podcast before from Flint, Michigan. You know what I mean? Uh, he's, call you Doc Chill? No, <laughs> no. Rico calls me Mixmaster Malk. He calls me Mixmaster. There were a lot of masters, a lot of masters. Jam Master J, Grandmaster Flash. You know what I mean? There was a, a lot of. So masters. which one was yours, Jam Master? You know. No, I was well. I didn't give myself. Grandmas- what I don't even know where. I don't even know where <laughs> there were a lot of grands, grand wizards. Uh, there were, yeah, there were a lot of different names, and we're going to have a podcast. I love business, this. But, I don't know why I find this so entertaining. But uh, oh. uh, he gave he gave me that name. He's the only one that calls me that oh, to this see, day. That's that's a legit like nickname. To this day, he calls me. Yeah. Uh, Mixmaster Malk. Mixmaster Malk. Malk, yeah. <laughs> My grandmother used to call me the music man. So because I of the... No, not because I wanted to be a conductor. She called me the music man because I used to, de- when I would DJ, I'd just be in my room spinning and i just do it for hours and hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And she was just uh, like, you're just in the there making, making music. You're the music man, you know. Different era. So they just, they just, they would just, just do the math, right? So he called me Mixmaster Malk. And yeah, I would answer that. If he, he calls me up, like I just saw him in Flint not too long ago in uh, December, January, and he, he would say Mixmaster. But I don't even think nothing of it. So if someone said, yo, Doc, yeah, I would look up, but I would have to know that that person's in the room. Like if somebody asked for the doctor, I'm not just going to automatically look up like. Is there a doctor on the airplane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not even. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to raise my hand or anything. Well, once upon a time, <laughs> on this street, in this city, in this township. fresh on the plane? Yeah, yeah. Is there is a there... kid yeah. fresh on the plane? Uh, kid fresh? <laughs> kid fresh. Is kid fresh in the building? No, kid fresh <laughs> is not. So, it, it, she's. this is funny to her. I don't know why it's so funny to me, but it just is. I never got any nicknames that stuck with me, so... I think other people, it's funny when they have them. Well, we had, you know, you just, you, you had to. I like the story behind it, you know, how they evolved to. And some of them, yes. Yeah, some of them were given to you, like, <clears throat> like it was something you grew up with. 
you know, and then you gave yourself names and they stuck, you know, it's uh, like I came up with the name after Doc Chill. I was like, hey, I got to have a little bit more edge. What can I, what can I think, what, what can I possibly come up with? And I came up with the name, uh, I saw a movie uh, in the 80s and it was called uh, uh, Mad, Ma- Mad Max, uh, what was it, uh, Thunderdome, right? Is that what, it, what it's called, Mad Max? I just call it Thunderdome. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I know it, but. So Mad Max, yeah, that was 85. So this is early. And I, I went to see this movie called Mad Max uh, Beyond Thunderdome. Beyond. Jeez. Beyond <laughs> Thunderdome. Mm. Right? That was, who, was, who, who played Mad Max? Wasn't that uh, uh, John Travolta? Wasn't it John Travolta? Mel Gibson? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Tina Turner's song. <laughs> yeah, Mel Gibson, right? <laughs> So yeah, that's right. Because uh, yeah, it's because I'm gonna talk about Fury Road later. Okay. Um, John Travolta's not in that, but <laughs> I'm glad I didn't fall for that. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, John. Yeah, sure. So in Thunderdome, there was a character in there uh, uh, in Bartertown, right? Okay. His name was uh, uh, the Master Blaster. <laughs> so after that, I, I, I saw that and I was like, that's hmm. where it came from. I was like. It's, it's like the best of both worlds, right? I can be hard, right? At the same time, you know, blaster. And then I can be a master. So I've, I've, I've gone up. I've gone from kid <laughs> to, doc. to a doctor, right? Who was chill, right? <laughs> from kid. Getting a little more edge, so you went to master. I went to master blaster, <laughs> right? And that's that's the one I, I really like that name. I'm the Master Blaster, but I think I only called myself that in the room. I don't think I ever went public with that name. I, I wrote it. I wrote lyrics and I wrote to it. And uh, I th- I'm pretty sure I was evolving into uh, I was more evolved into a DJ. So I was more of a DJ name. So Master Blaster. You're laughing, but I mean, no, I, I'm not. I'm listening. I'm. I'm what was what was what was, what was uh, uh, Christopher Wallace's name, uh, aka the Notorious B A B I G, oh, um, aka Big Papa. I forgot what that. You know was what I mean? Already. Huh? I sent you a picture of it. The Sphinx. What was, was it? it? The Sphinx. It was something like that. <laughs> Quest. Wasn't it? MC Quest. Yes, I think it was MC Quest. Right. His his original name was MC yeah, Quest. Yeah, MC Quest. Yeah. I like Sphinx. <laughs> Maybe I should be the Sphinx. Actually, it's Biggie's birthday or something today. Maybe maybe, maybe I should be Sphinx. Oh, God. Is that what you're going to go right to Right now, now on Pharaoh? American Riddle. On Pharaoh. American Riddle. Sphinx. That's right. Just Sphinx? Sphinx. Raw. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't mix the two. No. It's Raw or Sphinx. Yeah, I'll be one of those and change my oh. name. All right. Yeah, so... God, God-like. So, yeah, a lot of people had those names. And then... I guess Master uh, Blaster. It was Master just Blaster. Master Blaster. Wasn't there more to it? The Master oh, Blaster. The- <laughs> okay. Right. The Master. His Blaster. arms just like spread yeah, out like yeah, the Master yeah. Blaster. On the wheels of steel. <laughs> okay. The Master Blaster, and I could envision it. You know what I mean? Smoke. You know what I mean? Get the smoke machines and the light machines. You play it at the same time, and then you're spinning the music. That's what I. I and I, I'm sure. I, but I'm it was go- right around the time that KRS One came around. That's right. <laughs> Now you're getting somewhere. Now you're connecting the dots. So KRS-One came out. And he came out with a uh, an album called Criminal Minded around 1986, 86-ish, 87. Uh, and KRS-One is known as the Blast Master. Mm. So, so close. 
And he was famous and he had a record deal and records and, you know, he actually went somewhere. So I had to, I dropped that name because I didn't want to be too associated. I kept Master Blaster for a while, but then I came up with a new one called DEFCON. (laughs) Right. So the DJ is the defense condition. You know Mm. what I mean? So I was DJ DEFCON. That was the last name I had. Last one. Mm Mm-hmm. And now we're going to graduate to something else maybe i'm just malcolm riddle now you know what i mean american riddle that's it okay. yeah so that that is a, a quick quick history thank you for that story yeah, that was a quick history it. you're welcome Miriam tazi sorry to interrupt your the african with attitude that wasn't too attitude was it no but the mc definition back to what i was talking about yeah. what is an mc i posted something and someone replied on there, a friend of mine, straight out of uh, Denver, Colorado, Miles Cabral. Miles Cabral and I, we have a we have a very unique relationship because we were the only quote unquote people of color in uh, Colorado when we were kids. I moved to college from Flint, Michigan to Colorado. In all of Colorado, it felt like it. Okay, it, it probably no, it wasn't the case. Uh, uh, Miles is Mexican, and you know I'm I'm you know. <laughs> At best, black. You know what I mean. I mean, both of us are very light-skinned people, but we caught hell. We caught hell growing up in Denver, Colorado. Like, and, and, you know, people go there now. It's like you know, an oasis. You got weed. You know what I mean. You yeah. got you got you got profits are up. You know what I mean. Hipsters. You got all sources of people. Are, are it's a different mo- place now, man. People are moving there. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's the turn of the century. Like they did when they came over here in the boats. Housing's cheap. Yeah, so a lot of people, but when 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 we were there, man, I mean, we caught hell. So we were we were friends, still are friends, and uh, we we actually ran into each other on on social media on Facebook. So, mm-hmm. um, anywho, so Miles, uh, after I posted that uh, that quote, uh, KRS one quote uh, about how many MCs must get dissed, uh, he just asked it's a simple question, but a relevant question, right? A very relevant question, and his question was, by the way, what is an MC or an E-M-C-E-E, right? And that's how I spelled it. And I've spelled things before, just MC, right? We get it. I get it, right? So it came up within that thread. Uh, it's the same, you know what I mean? It's just, it just means master ceremonies, right? But I get that, right? I do. I do get that. I posted this clip. Wasn't really planning on playing this. Hopefully it plays. Let's see. Nope. Give me a quick second, peeps. Here's a clip I posted. Yo, this is hip-hop manifesting as KRS-One, so keep it locked right here. You might learn something. So what I'm saying is that the MC has to know what rhyme to say at what time. You just don't say any rhyme. You have to move the crowd. A master of ceremony doesn't necessarily move the crowd, but an MC, the way Rakim described the MC, moves the crowd. But you can't move the crowd unless you have DJ capabilities. These are some of the differences and some of the more intricate levels. Uh, a DJ is an MC and an MC is a DJ. So that's that's Karis one's take. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, Flem. Uh, <laughs> every time. The, uh, <laughs> why is Flem so funny? 
Huh? You hear it so <laughs> clearly through the headphones, you know. Yeah, and if the listeners are listening and they have earbuds in, they oh, hear God, it. Oh, God. He needs to clear his throat when mm. he's playing clips. <clears throat> Gotta watch what you drink. Mm. Just water. Mm-hmm. So the... the here, here's where here's where <clears throat> things get lost in translation. All right. Well, that's his take, like you're saying. Like it is a take. I've, I've, heard, I've heard him say different things about that. That's, get up on that mic. I'm just saying. I've heard him say different things about difference between an MC. But there is a difference. There's a fundamental difference. But it, it also goes into what you believe, you know, and and what you've been taught. If you believe everything that they, in quotes, have taught you. Then absolutely, I mean, we get the, the 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 definition that we've been taught that it's a master of ceremonies. But there's a clear difference between a master of ceremonies and an emcee, an mc, and an emcee is a definition that we gave uh, uh, the mc that it, we we gave that power. You know what I mean? To the MC, to the person that is actually moving the crowd, doing something completely different than a master of ceremonies. The way you grab the mic, the way you hold the mic, you know what I mean? The way you walk with the mic, the way you talk with the mic. The way you drop the mic. That's right. The way you <laughs> drop the mic. This is hip-hop. This is what hip-hop embodies. Now, the MC does a little bit more than that because he's able to, he, is, he or she is able to connect with the audience, right? Mm-hmm. And to connect with the audience in a way that someone who's just a master of ceremonies can do. A, a traditional master of ceremonies is what I'm saying. Uh, hip-hop itself changed the game, okay? Because everything was so structured in the way you were taught. You had to unlearn what you already learned. And then when hip-hop was born, it redefined everything. Okay, we didn't in hip hop. And what I mean by we, I mean everyone that was involved. Doesn't matter from the the the, the lower level, the kids in the street, like in Flint, Michigan, where we were just trying to figure out which way is up and how to you know make our get through, past the time, right? To the ones who actually made albums and got on the radio station and, and toured the world. You know what I mean? But we we're all connected if you truly embrace the hip hop culture, and within that. From the very birth of it, of having no money, having no equipment, having uh, 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 no drums uh, or anything like that to to produce the sound, we basically took samples and records and... And I don't need to give you guys a, a oral history of the birth of hip hop and rap music, but that's the whole point. And it was, it was. This is why this this irritates me. This 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 way of thinking irritates me is because. It was cast out at that time. It was dismissed at that time. You know, people didn't recognize it as an art or a cult. As an art, music, and the last thing, a culture. It's only now become, you know, identified as a culture. And and probably the only reason, well, it's probably more than enough number of reasons, but one of the main reasons that it's, it's accepted is because the amount of money it brings in. And most importantly, more importantly than money, are the numbers of people that embrace it. Yeah, of it's all on an international colors, scale. Yeah. Of all colors. Mm-hmm. All colors. <clears throat> so, you know, yes. I don't think that there's anyone that's not educated enough to say, you know, to, say, to understand what an 
master of ceremonies is and knows that definition. You can look it up. You can Google it. You can look, pick up any dictionary. We know what that is. We almost know it from birth, what an MC is. If you're hosting an event, you could be hosting a birthday party. There's an MC. You know what I mean? If you go to a, if you go to a, a, yeah, if you go to a comedy show, if you go to, if you go to a, uh, uh, actually comedians are more EMCEEs than uh, a lot of MCs that you hear on the radio. You know what I mean? And we could get into a long debate and discussion over this, but uh, comedians are, 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 I, I think there's a direct parallel between comedy and hip hop. Um, I can see that. Very close parallels. Hmm. Very close. Uh, so, no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying comedy is hip hop, but you know, no. But not, there's not definitely when, a lot of. Oh like, my gosh! They, sh- we, we, they share a, a lot in, in creating common. in the craft itself. It's interesting. It is interesting. Uh, <laughs> but to <laughs> to your own horn, it is interesting. No, it is. It's it's fascinating to me, and and you have to understand too. Like growing up in that time period, especially for me, and I can only speak on my experience. Mm. I didn't really have anything that I embraced at that time. So when 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 I embraced hip hop, I, I hook, line, and sinker. I I believed in you everything. Embraced the whole about culture. It. it wasn't just like one aspect of it. No, and and the music rap was just a part of it. Mm-hmm. Rap is a complete different animal itself, and 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 I have a, a love hate relationship with rap so much so that I I quit listening to it uh, at some point in the nineties. Yeah, you've told uh, me that. Which yeah, is I weird. couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I can't keep up. But it's always been in me. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not. My style's always been hip hop. The way the you know the way I carry myself has hip hop in it. Now swag. Yeah, I mean you know <laughs> it's true. You know it's. I'm it's Doc, a compliment. I'm Doc Chill. So <laughs> sure. But this is something. This is a clip I found uh, Karis one, and this this really defines what I'm trying to the point I'm trying to make when it comes to the differences between an MC and EMCEE and an MC Master of Ceremonies. Um, and, and when you say, uh, or if anyone that says, uh, uh, you, you know, that, that, that it's the same because it, it really isn't the same. And, and again, this is take it with a grain of salt. Cause most people, like I said, you may or not uh, side with the person, you know, who shares this belief. You know what I mean? Everyone has their different beliefs, right? But yeah. here, let's listen to this. Also by the Blastmaster KRS-One. Why are you laughing? (laughs) The Master Blaster. (laughs) If Barack Obama came here today, President Barack Obama stepped in today, had a piece of paper in his hand, and just left it up here like this, and walked out. Everybody was trying to get that piece of paper. (laughs) Why? Why is this? Why does the does the paper go up and up? No, it's the person holding the paper. You believe in their value, and why do you believe it? Because they told a story, a story, not the truth, not their biography. They told a story about themselves, which gave them value. When they touch anything now, it has value. This is what hip-hop was. This is what this hip-hop was before it became this corporate. It was first, I'm hip-hop. So the mainstream says ripped jeans 
are, are you throw out. Hip hop said, no, rip Jesus now the new fashion. When I was growing up in the 70s, if you rip your jeans, they had patches. You had iron on patches. You rip your jeans. Oh no, I'm not wearing ripped jeans. You put patches on. My mom used to do and that. You iron the patches on <laughs> over the ripped jeans. Hip hop came out and said, we, we can't even afford patches. We're gonna rock these via brick here, so I'm gonna rip it here, here, and here. That's hip hop. We did that first. Everybody else was on designer jeans, Sassoon, before that. We took the cheap jeans, Lee, and Levi's, rip them up, wear a baggy. We was out like this. But what did the mainstream say? Oh, that's worthless, valueless. The rags we used to get, the hip hops used to put in their heads in the 90s. These rags, they cost 25 cents per Bandanas. In the 70s. Now you can't get one of them for under $12, $15. They selling them same rags. Those same mechanics rags that you see the crips and bloods and everybody wearing the same rags. Them rags used to cost 25 cents for 12. <laughs> the minute the crips start wearing them, a few rappers in the video start wearing them, the same rags that was went up 15, 20, $30 now. People start putting stuff on $50 now for a rag. <laughs> Timberland boots, work boots that you bought, laced up, and went to do heavy labor. Hip hop took that, started loosening them up. And I'm not, don't scuff up my imagine. Hip hop's like, don't scuff my Tims. And Timberland boots is made to be scuffed up. You put out of all the boots that you can wear, this particular shoe is a construction boot. It is made to be scuffed up and, and blackened from the time you put it on. Hip hop said, nope, this is the fashion statement. Don't scuff my Tims. I want to keep them fresh. Timberland, the, the, the thing went up. The, 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 the stock, the company, all of it went up. Who's making money out of hip hop? No, not at all. Then now back to these dudes. They out there, Rolex just put a commercial out. Rolex just put a commercial out with Dr. Martin Luther King in a commercial. <laughs> come on, y'all, come on. They got Dr. King said they said, yo, Dr. King wore Rolex. They said Gandhi wore Rolex. They have a whole bunch of people. They said uh, John F. Kennedy wore Rolex. So Rolex is trying to step up by saying, you know, some of the great minds in the world won't rock the Rolex. Now, they're taking it back there, but you know how Rolex really got their money over the 90s? Boom! Actually, it was here. But I know Tupac gave Biggie so, his first Rolex. Big. So that's. You think Rolex? And I could keep playing that because I could lose myself. I could lose myself in listening to KRS One, and there's plenty, plenty of his teachings. That's why he's called the teacher on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But the point he's trying to, the point that he's making, I'm not going to say he's trying to make is, and you get that is uh, uh, redefining what's already been defined. That's hip hop, right? What do you think on that? Yeah, I agree. Um, I like the the example of the Tims. It's like, wait, no, these are b work boots that I want to keep fresh. You Everything's know what I mean? like it's just that. like I know, and it's just recreating something. The shoes I it's, wear. I was at a wine tasting Saturday. I was at a wine tasting. I had my shell tops on. This old guy comes in, older gentleman comes in. He's probably uh, late fifties, early sixties. Mm -hmm. Sees my shell tops, and he goes, he goes. 
I used to have those track shoes. <laughs> he goes, when I was in high school, uh, no, I, he may have went deeper than that, but he said, when I was in school, I used to, those were the first track shoes I had. And, and if you had those on at that time, uh, you were considered a serious athlete, right? <laughs> Mine are barely laced up. No. You won't see me running these. You won't see dirt or mud on these. You see what I'm saying? That's the definition, and yeah. that's hip-hop. That's the difference between an MC and a master of ceremonies, right? And I get that. I, I understand the history. I recognize it. I acknowledge it. I accept I accept it to, to, to some degree, but moving forward, I accept my uh, definition of it. And that's the way I integrate it within my life. You know, that's, that's hip hop. That's love right there. Mm -hmm. That's the culture. Yeah. Everyone's not in it for this. Take Rolex, for an example. You take any, any company like that. You take some of the champagne companies. You take Cristal. Cristal blew up. Cristal existed. The Russian czar, that was his uh, 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 bottle of champagne. He's the one. The Russian czar is the one that made, you know, this is, I'm no historian. I've heard this. <laughs> Let me let me clarify this, but this is the story. This is the story that's been passed down. Cristal, if you look at any bottle of champagne, it has a deep, what is it? A, a, a punt. A punt is it? Yes, a punt. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so it's like a, it's, it, it, there's basically a, 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 almost like a hole that, 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 that protrudes into the bottle. Right. The Russian czar was in the, the, the 1900s was so scared that uh, someone could fit a poison or, 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 or smuggle something within that um, space mm -hmm. uh, ordered that all of those glass is flat. That's why Cristal has the flat glass oh. where every other champagne, look at any champagne bottle. Well, yeah, cause you, you need it to turn the, for the, yeah. And you, and you hold it the way you hold yeah. a bottle of champagne from its base. It. Mm -hmm. Yes. You, you put your hand in there, but he, he wasn't having that. He was scared to be murdered. Well, look what happened. Mm. But the, uh, the the uh, the point is uh, fast forward. Of course, Cristal existed for you know quite some time, but uh, within the late eighties, early nineties, when rappers started talking about it, I, I, I bet if we looked at the numbers, I, I bet you their uh, their numbers and figures went up. And oh, same same no thing with Jay Z. Jay Z had a falling out with them. Uh, I can't remember. That's what why it was. it's Ace of Spades now. Well, the one that yeah that he he owns or. But that's the that's the point I'm trying to make is uh, uh, you know a lot of those things. KRS One mentioned the aforementioned Lee jeans. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We used to wear Lee jeans. We used to. I still wear Dickies. Dickies is a street cloak. It was street wear. Carhartt Dickies, uh, Adidas, um, you know, hoodies, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, these are things that track stars would wear, athletes would wear, and 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 construction workers. But we redefine that. Same thing. Most importantly, the, the biggest thing is music. Believe me when I say this, okay? Because I, I, I actually sh would shed tears over this in conversations, you know, stuff I read uh, when I was, when I was a, a kid growing up. It, it was not uh, accepted. I think the Rolling Stones, I know Prince, they did not accept uh, the, 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 the art form of rap music, Mm -hmm. Everyone just dismissed it. 
But believe me, once it started seeping into uh, the mainstream and pop culture and white America, uh, things started to change. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, gangster music. Before it was called gangster music. Gangster or stuff. Gangster music. It wasn't accepted. I was spinning in, I was spinning house parties, graduation parties, uh, uh, summer parties, block parties uh, in, in the 80s and 90s. And got, I, I took my equipment, I remember, I brought it to the Washington, D.C. area to do some parties and got booed and got kicked off stage for playing, uh, um, this was early NWA and two live crew. No, it's it, too hard. People couldn't, <clears throat> they could not understand it. They could not understand it. Yeah. So it was, it was only really accepted, you know, as time marched on, you know what I mean? Like but, you said though, the, when, when money, you know, became more of a factor, but I still don't think it's completely understood. You know what I mean? Or they could have booed me because I sucked at DJing. But <laughs> yeah, blame it on the music. No, I think I think you're you're you know you make a good point. But I still think it's it's still in its in its infancy stages. Because, oh, it is. You know? it is. It's just like today. You know, when I was thinking about how critical I was on uh, MC, uh, what's his name, Genesis, uh, who does I'm in love with the Coco. And stuff like that. I'm glad I don't know the name. I know what song you're... We, I think we played a part of it. On yeah, the yeah, yeah. I, I was overly critical on his art and, and the direction he's going because I don't know yet where he's going. I don't know yet. And because I don't... I don't yeah, but uh, that's not the best first impression, at least, that I It doesn't I matter. If you listen to Hey, We Want Some Pussy by 2 Live Crew, is that the best first impression? If you listen to NWA, Fuck the Police, if you listen to... Um, uh, a couple of Easy es early stuff. Uh, uh, I mean, you can go into a lot of NW state stuff where they talk about rape and 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 and, and murder. Uh, uh, but now, in the way that the, the, because of the amount of money that's that's involved, uh, the mainstream media holds them in high regard. I'm not denouncing or saying, taking anything away from any of those artists, but it doesn't talk. There's a because at that time, NWA was talking to me. I was in the streets. I was seeing what the cops were doing. You know what I mean? I was at the parties. I was at uh, uh, the uh, the car washes and the places where we would hang out and then we would see stuff. We would see shakedowns and, and brutality. You could relate. Yeah, yeah. So it was talking my language. I can't – I don't know exactly what – I think it was OT Genesis is the name. Um, uh, the, uh, the I'm not going to – Moving forward, I don't want to denounce anything until I've had time to actually submerge myself uh, mentally uh, within the content that's being produced. I can't blame that artist. You know, if it's if it's getting nine million hits on YouTube, or if it's getting going, you know, double platinum or whatever, and they're just playing it on the radio stations, and I got to look at the entity, the body that's actually producing that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, he hasn't. He or she, those artists out there they haven't they are still in their infancy stage you know what i mean we don't know what's going to come yet you know they may just it's be it's also very rare that these people are going to get like to, are going to have a long career nowadays like i feel a lot of people who are creative yeah, in but, their own way you know or who are trying to make music or whatnot it's just so much more difficult to have a like a career period i shouldn't say a long standing career but 
just a career. It's usually mostly one hit wonders, you know, to actually like we've said this before and an artist that actually has a whole album that you will listen to from beginning to end is so minute, you know, it's just minimal. But that's, but that's also because we're, we've been, we've been reprogrammed, right? We've been reprogrammed. I haven't been completely reprogrammed yet. I'm still, no, we've been, you re- we, whether you, whether you like it or not, you've been reprogrammed from everything you watch on TV, everything that you, you pick and choose what you put on your device, on your iPod, on your phone, on your DVR. Whereas before you had to be committed. Yeah. You had to race home to catch that, that television show. Oh, and or if you didn't see it, you felt like it was the end done. of the world. You were done. so left out. Like, you were done. Can you, can you repeat every part of it yeah. to me? Every detail, yeah. describe every if frame. You miss, if, you, if you miss Charlie Brown, when I was coming up, if you missed Charlie Brown, any of them, you pick one. You know what I mean? The one with the, with, 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 you know, with, with the Halloween to the Christmas tree, the little tree that wasn't worth five cents. If you missed any, and year after year, they play it at the same time. If your mom went to, to your get it. The whole season is fucked. You're done. <laughs> yeah. You were it's done. It's not Christmas without seeing that. Oh, my That's God. You, you miss any of it. You miss the opening of the Fall Guy. Or, yeah. or, it's weird or, how we're. It's just not like happy that days. Anymore. We're so spoiled now. We don't appreciate. But, but my, well, we do. But but well, yeah, we we just what do they call it? Binge watch. Yeah. But it's the same thing. When you get an album, you'll pick which song you like, and so you have that. You have that freedom. You have that freedom now, right? You do have that choice. So yes. you're already. You've already been reprogrammed. You know, you're not gonna. Why are you gonna invest? I'll invest ninety nine cents or one twenty nine or you know two or three bucks for these songs and keep it moving, right? Before you had to you had to make a commitment. You had to catch a ride to the record store. You know what I mean? Buy find the it. album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Find it if there's one in stock, and then uh, uh, play it. And if you're a DJ, if you're a DJ, you had to get two. And then you usually share it with all your friends. You had to get like two. The person in your sometimes crew. I would get well. Sometimes I would get three for that reason. I had, <laughs> I had two for me. I always because I knew stuff someone. Friends. Yeah, You're like yo, I'm going to bring your car. Let me bring that tape. I made you tape. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I made a tape copy of that CD. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no, God. I know. I know. So it was more. You were Some more. Some people committed. still live kind of like that. Okay. Not everybody and, has an auxiliary port in their car. And I, I don't. <laughs> Neither do I. I don't. So I got a broken. I still make CDs, and my CD player is not I got working a, so well. I got a broken CD player. <laughs> oh yeah, yours is broken. Yeah. So I my just, tape deck doesn't work. I ha- I still have one, but it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> so the whole you know the whole thing with the MC. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. We know. We know what the MC means, but. The, the, what was the, your point of putting that quote? Then what did you? What kind of? Reaction? I was just thinking of. I was thinking of uh, Karis one at the time. It just pops in my mind. Sometimes I'll just post stuff that comes. I don't post everything that comes into my mind. Like you know, if I'm feeling a certain, it's rare. But uh, yeah, that particular one, I was thinking of Chris. I was thinking because I was. I've been thinking about uh, doing the Karis one podcast, mm. and that's one of the ones. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of how, how I want to structure that podcast and uh, and and i am uh definitely i definitely want to do that podcast and 99% sure i'm going to integrate it with tom cruise <laughs> yeah there's a strong chance uh and again i would have to format it the way I see it because, you know, and I've said it, I say it jokingly, you know, I'm no historian, but I know how it affected me. Like the first time I saw Criminal Minded, 
Not the first time I listened to it. The first time I saw the criminal-minded LP in the store. What happened? You know. Or maybe you should save it. You'll you'll have to wait. Yeah, you'll you'll have to. Or the first time I saw Taps. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, <laughs> we're not going to get into that again. <laughs> she's already she's already putting her hands on her face, people. Those of you that listen to the podcast know that I brought up taps many, many times. But uh, yes, the whole the whole thing, and even in life, what you're doing right now, if you're if you're sitting at your desk, if you're stuck in traffic, if you're at home, you know, where, whatever you're doing right now, you sometimes in life you have to redefine what's already been defined. How many relationships have you been in? How many jobs have you had? How many uh, 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 positions that you've been in where um, uh, you're not going to you're not accepting that anymore? You know what I mean? We're going to do it this way. We're going to call it this now. And I'm going to move forward. No longer will I be held back. No longer will you make these decisions for me. No, no longer will I allow something or someone else to uh, dictate the, the, the place that I'm going. That's hip hop. That's love. That's just knowledge, right? Yeah. You know, I'm not saying be ignorant about it. You know what I mean? You know, but mm-hmm. that's what it is. Redefine what's uh, what's been defined, uh, and don't uh, don't let things get uh, lost in translation. Uh, moving right along, people. Preach. That's right. Preach and teach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm here to reach. Mm-hmm. Look out. <laughs> I do have my son. He just like, what are you doing? Good kid, night. Kid, kid Fresh is in the house. Yeah. So like I said, yeah. Kid Fresh <laughs> in the house. Doc. Doc. Mm. Chill. Mm. So yeah. the uh, Yeah. Like I said earlier, we uh, we, we did a, a pickup game. Well, not a pickup game. A lot of people do that these days. They do these pickup games. What's a pickup game? Pickup game, basketball game. You know what I mean? Sometimes they play football on the weekends and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean like, like people pat, pass their prime, you know, trying to recapture. I don't do that. I'll play horse. I'll play one-on-one with my son or something like that. But I'm not... Not recapturing I, anything. I don't... Well, I never had it. So <laughs> you have to... I think you have to have it to actually recapture something. But I don't have anything really to prove on a competitive level in basketball or football or anything like that. I used to play for some, some leagues before. Well, you have the physique for it. I can see why And that's what I'm saying. You. And people used to go after me uh, yeah. with bad intentions. And I thought, well, if I get hurt, that's my point. Right now, the way my life is structured... If I go out there and I, I twist my ankle or break my ankle or, or, or something happens and I'm out, I can't walk for three to six weeks or no. eight weeks or longer. That I don't you even can't make. Do your, any of your I'm in jobs. the red right now. Like I'm in the red right. Now. I got a, a lot of issues and uh, I don't need to be taken out for a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I'm. You, you won't see me do any. Uh, you know? Yeah, I'll play. Like we played a little game. I played two on one yesterday. It's my son and, and my buddy against me in basketball. I was sweating like a stuck pig. Let me tell you, I was like, <laughs> it was nice yesterday though. Yeah, we had, it was it was good though. It was a good workout too. Uh, but uh, the my point is, you know, when it comes to running the hole, running up and down, or playing tackle football, I was, you know, it's good. Oh, you I, played full court? No, I was about to say <laughs> I'd be in a hospital laid up right now. <laughs> Well, you said all up, down, up, down, and you know. I was just saying in general. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but there's not going to be like they have these other things. My son recently went on. You get these 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 these, these runs. I guess like paint runs <laughs> where they throw paint at you and you get dirty and zombie runs. Mm. You know what I mean? Where you get chased by zombies. Wow. Yeah, you see a lot of that stuff now. Tough mutters and mm-hmm. all these obstacle. You know, 
my life I used is to make pretend obstacle yeah, courses. Life but, is an obstacle. You just if I could inject, you know, in the Matrix. Well, these are people who don't have, you know. Do you know it's in, different? Do you know in the Matrix where they mindsets. plug that thing in and you see stuff? You know, what I mean, plug and you get the knowledge. If I could mm-hmm. plug that plug from me to someone else's head and they just deal with some of the obstacles that I have, you wouldn't. Think you for a second, you wouldn't want to do no zombie runs. You're not going to do any pickup games. Why would you do that to yourself? I saw recently there was an article. Some people want a challenge, you know, like that. Some people don't have life a is a challenge. Yeah, but some you know people I mean? don't have Getting a Getting up out of bed life. is a challenge, you know what I mean? Not Making for it happen, creating, yeah. moving forward, breathing, you know what I mean? Not getting <laughs> shot. You know, I, mean, I, hear, what, I things, hear what you're saying, you know what but I mean? it's not like that for everybody, you know? I could I could list off a, a, 10 things this week that, that are were obstacles. And, uh, yeah, but I, uh, fuck it. You just keep going forward. The, the, uh, uh, one that I saw online was, uh, you get chased by a giant ball, like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't have it pulled up, but. It's weird. Yeah. People want to do this, huh? See if it comes up. Why don't they go to Spain yeah, and get run after by actual bulls? You gotta be re- you gotta be retarded here. You gotta look at this. <laughs> look at this. There's someone in there. There's someone in there. There's a few people some- in there too. A big plastic ball. Yeah. What are they hill. doing? What, what are they doing? Running for their lives. Now, what don't you see in that picture? Black people. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they there's there's people in this translucent yeah. ball spinning around. Look at this dude in the front. Are you serious? Stupid. Just go to thecreatorsproject.vice.com and you'll see what I'm talking about. I guess it's an adrenaline rush. Look, and they're getting rolled over. They think yeah. that's funny. Now, what happens if there's a rock or a stick protruding up from the ground? I know I sound like an old man. <laughs> but what if there is and then that hits your esophagus or, 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 or you shatter That's the your... risk you take. You sign some sort of consent form. But that ain't even fun for me right there what no. they're doing. At any point. Just on a loop. I mean, I might have did it when I was like 12 or 13. Who knows? But Remember like um, the slip and slides? Yeah, I should do that. But I hated that because... Those were not... You would those get, are you get a scratch those are not or, or a rubber great. burn or something. And then you get itchy. And it's not really refreshing because it just it's still hot out. And then the <laughs> blades of grass would nick you or there'd be a stick. There was always a rock. I'd stub my toe. There was always something, you know what I mean? There's like a mosquito or or, or gnats or a bee. There's always something that's going to get in the way and it's going to throw my whole day off. And then, you know, yeah, it seemed like a good idea. But the parents, they just wanted you to get, get you out of the house. Exactly. That's it. Here's a piece and of plastic. You yeah, here's a piece of plastic and here's some water. Go Run on. as fast as yeah. you can and dive yeah. Straight into yeah. the ground. This yeah. little thin ass thing- piece of plastic will be fine. If there's a little bit of water on it, it's even better. Just and, go. And the thing about it's it is so dangerous. I mean, how do you the, the thing about it is you can't the ground Dive isn't soft. Straight. So so who's the joke on? The who's the joke on? I mean, it's like why? Why? You're you're running top speed and then you jump in the <laughs> air, right? You jump in the air. This is your body weight. Regardless of what you weighed, 80 pounds or 100, 120. Never a graceful, like, no. landing. To no, like you're a- jumping in the air. Never like in the commercials. It's not like you're landing on something soft or... or you think the grass... Yeah, you're hitting the ground. <laughs> so right there, you get the wind knocked out of you. Or it doesn't feel, you know, doesn't 
feel too good. Awful. Yeah, and then then you slide down there, and then you got you like grass on you, and then the, the grass way. itches, and then like I said, there's gnats. There's always there's and always the water is so gross. Once you have more than one person that goes down it, you know what I mean? It's there's just always like a rock, mud and sand and gross and spit. And yeah, it's like juices. well, it's like today they have the fun the moon bounces. You ever got on those? Uh, and, yeah, I've gotten smacked in the face. Yeah, you get smacked, and then if you go down it too fast, it burns the skin <laughs> off you. That's great. Right? And then, yeah, it smells like breath, and it's just—it's <laughs> the worst. It's just nat. It's just what's the point of this? Are the ball pits? No. Yeah. 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 Suffocating. They, they have. I look. Check this out. It's like sinking. There, like there was a work event one time with these jokers, grown people, old people, right? Old ass people with kids, house payments, they were jumping <laughs> off the trampoline into the ball pit. One lady shattered her leg. Oh, God. Another dude fucking jumped in head first like he's diving, like he, <laughs> like he's Johnny Weissmiller from fucking oh, no. Tarzan with his arms open, <laughs> landed on his face, and he had his glasses on. <laughs> Broke him. Good day at work, man. Real smart. Real smart. Every that that cost them oh, plentiful. Oh. Yeah, let's let's just do that. No, I don't do stuff like that. I don't need that in my life. All right, I'm not. You're not going to see me go up there. Do zi- people go on zip lining? That let's go zip fun. lining. That looks really fun. Yeah, though. it's fun when you're like ten. When you can heal. If you go, if you're thirty and you're zip lining, something's going to happen. Mark my words, something's yeah. going to happen. And there's my insurance. Luck, that shit would happen to I me. I don't need too. that. I don't need that heat in my life. You got the guys that that. Uh, uh, just, just bit the dust. Bit, uh, what were they? Uh, uh, here, I need this back. Enough of this stuff. Um, the guy, uh, this guy right here. Um, oh, the the cliff divers. Yeah, yeah, man. Base jumping. Dean Potter. Yeah. Dean Potter was uh, uh, extreme sports legend, and uh, you know they went uh, to Yosemite, right? Yeah. Jumped. Yeah. And hit the ground. Found him a day later. Done. Now, that, granted, that's his passion. I'm not going to knock that. That's Yeah, I guess that's probably the way he wanted to die. Yeah, yeah. Die, but know? I bet you that, oh, shit moment, you know Oof. what I mean? Okay, that's fine. You know, someone like that, experience, they know the risks, right? But what happens when uh, somebody else Copy tries cats. to do that? Yeah. No, not so much copycat, but somebody else, oh, I'm going to do that, right? I want to uh, go. So here's a base jumper. Mm. Base jumper, 73, dies after... Setting parachute on fire. What? In Twin Falls, Idaho, authorities say a 73-year-old base jumper who died after leaping from an Idaho bridge had set his parachute on fire as part of a stunt. Oh, there's video of it. A graphic video of the fatal jump posted on YouTube on Monday (laughs) uh, shows someone engulfed in flames and falling uh, from the bridge uh, into Snake River. Isn't that where Evil Knievel jumped over? I don't know. I don't know. I thought that was the Grand Canyon. Snake River. Why does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Uh, Grand Canyon? Yeah. yeah, Evil, Evil Knievel was the real deal. You guys don't even have an Evil Knievel. Maybe it was this guy, Dean. Evil Knievel used to wear a jumpsuit. I know that, but Grand Canyon? Jumped that motherfucker. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker was the. I don't know if he did. Have make, you seen the Grand Canyon? In I've been person? to the Grand Canyon. I, yeah. I went to it. I walked right up to it, turned around, and walked back and left. Yeah, but it was a big hole. Yeah, a huge yeah. hole that you can't jump over. It's nothing to do when you get there either. 
No, it's really no vendors. Boring. You know no, what I mean? Just a cap. No. You get up there, you can't breathe. I couldn't breathe. Lost my breath and my footing. I had to sit down and collect my really? thoughts. Yeah, it was no out. The altitude kicked my ass. Really? I'm not as sensitive to that. That's I don't know weird. if I am now. Probably I'm worse now. But yeah, this fool, 70, 73 year Is old. Is video? Are we going to watch this? No, I don't. I don't. You probably uh, took it off. I probably could find it, but I don't oh. have it. I don't have it queued up. Okay, maybe that's better. Yeah, I don't need. I don't need that in my life. I mean, just everything that says it. This do the math. Seventy three base jumper sets his own parachute on fire as no, part of the stunt. No, no bueno. Nothing turns out good that day. Uh-uh. Okay, even if even if you could react, his skills probably aren't going to allow him to react fast enough to pull the second shoot. And and plus, you're dealing with fire. In the air. So don't deal with go- fire. That's that's my point, people. I don't need I don't need any of that extra stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just do basic stuff. I go to the gym. I work out. You know, that's it. I've been working out too. How's that? Good. Look, I lost look, uh, six pounds, six or seven pounds. Look leaner. Yeah, I lost six pounds. Been running. You know what I mean? I, I, not running a lot. You know, I do a, a mile. I was going to say a quick mile, but. <laughs> It's not too quick and building up a mile to two better? miles. Do you feel good? I do. Yeah. Actually, like my legs, my feet have not been hurting me. Good. It's the weight. You, you, you know, I'm not, a, you know, I'm a, wouldn't say I'm like overweight, but I mean, I could stand to lose like seven or eight more pounds. It's a lot of muscle too, though. Muscle, yeah. muscle weighs a lot. So. Yeah. So I, I haven't been lifting the weights, but I, uh, yeah, I just been, I've been doing a lot of cardio. I felt good, you know, playing basketball. Running up and down, you know, even though I was sweating, but uh, good. it worked out well and been running. I've been going to the gym, though, and, 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 and doing exercises there and just some movements. Uh, How's your flexibility? It's good. It's getting better. It's getting better, <laughs> I tell you. You know, go in there, take my shower, relax, get collect my thoughts. Sauna. Yeah. I was in there the other day, and KK ran into me and wanted to talk wine business. And I was like, KK, KK. <laughs> All right. I don't know why we men want to. Not in the sauna. Men want to talk nude straight up they just want to they stand in the gym they stand in the not the gym they stand in the locker room let me tell you this too on i'm talking about that i was in the shower the other day in the shower right i need to come up with a title for this 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 venting of <laughs> of, of gym etiquette uh you need to come up with a theme song for it i was in the gym and uh I was taking a shower, right? Just felt good, just washing. And sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> it felt good, just yeah. Washing. Sometimes I'll start hot and I'll eventually cool off and, and make it colder and colder until I can't stand it. You know, pretty close to mm. that point. You know where you stand up straight. You know where your back is too cold. It's actually good for your skin. To you know, do that. so I was doing that right, but then I felt something, and it felt like uh, you know when you go to the the beach. Sometimes, and you're in the beach, and you're you're walking up to the shore, and sometimes you feel something tangly on your feet. Yeah. Right. And so I'm 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 in the shower. Sometimes I shower with my eyes closed. I still do, uh, for some reason. But in public places, everywhere. Never. I just automatically. I don't know why. Since I was a kid, <laughs> I just I shut my eyes really tight when I'm in the shower. And I've, I've tried to teach myself not to do this, you know, because it would look weird if How I took you? a shower with a woman and my eyes are <laughs> tight. Every time. Why? Yeah. I see stars. That's how tight I close my eyes. I don't even want to see myself in the gym. How do you wash yourself with your eyes closed? What you do you just, mean, by man? feel? Yeah, I know, my, I know where everything's at. See, I thought it's, that's weird because I wear glasses, and when I don't have my glasses, I'm taking a shower. It's difficult. Like, I have a problem. I had this discussion with my father. We were like, 
you know, it's a little risky in the shower when you can't see, you know, you're washing your feet and it slips and you need something to hold on to. You can't really see right. If you're shaving for a woman, you got to see. It's like a problem and you don't feel, you feel very unstable in the shower without your glasses. But yeah. you who no. can see. All the time. Chooses to go. This type. <laughs> You're so lucky that you're able so to see clearly in the shower. And I mean, I open up like periodically. You have then, to. No, I do that. But anyway, I it's felt so some. Weird. I felt some while I was showering and adjusting the the water. Excuse me, temperature. I felt webbing on my feet, right? And then Ew. that was one of the times when I opened my eyes, right? And I looked down. Was it? it was like a. You know how if you take shampoo, right? Or or just you're at the beach and there's like foam. Foam, yeah. You know how it bubbles up, yeah, and it's like maybe two two inches high. There was a two inch uh, <laughs> uh, mountain of hair of someone's pubes. It was hair, like a big. It was someone's like a just like shape. Ew! You stepped in someone's pants. It was. <laughs> so this was like a mountain after winter. <laughs> it, I don't know if it was a wildebeest. There was. Sasquatch. There was a mountain of hair. He just went like cotton candy. Like someone dropped. Maybe someone's back hair. Who did it for them? Their butt. I have no idea. Landscaping session. Thousand things went through my mind within that second. What color was it? Black. Like like Elvis black. It was nasty. (laughs) It was all around your toes. It was nasty. I never moved so fast. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> in my life. Oh, was, was, I mean, I've left hair in the shower. I probably left hair in the shower today, but it was the worst. If you're gonna manscape yeah, no, to no. that black, <laughs> to that dark, extent. rich, thick, <laughs> flowing, nasty, That's so gross towel right now hair. On my feet. <laughs> your soft on my little dainty feet. It was the nastiest thing. I started shaking around. Oh, God. <laughs> Never again will you do that with your eyes closed. I started shaking around. No, I inspect it. Now, I, now yeah, now I got to, not only do I got to not only do I have to inspect the gym, the layout of the locker room oh, to make sure these geez. these these beasts aren't just roaming around, mm. I got to now now I got to go in to the <laughs> to the shower and inspect it cuz sometimes I'm worried I'm going to see like, you know, sometimes they, Ooh, they sometimes sometimes they are like Ooh. like you know when they they do the the snot out of the nose or something and it's they on the shoot wall. Shoot it out. Ew. You know? Oh, men are disgusting. <laughs> Filthy, filthy, yeah. nasty motherfuckers. Really? Does that's disgusting. No, that's, that's disgusting. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I've seen it in the street. People no, do it. I've, yeah, I haven't seen this. Oh, and shoot it. They can do it with aim and stuff. It's listen. so gross. <laughs> but listen, listen. Oh. Listen, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I hear it all the time. Oh. I do hear it. I do hear it. Stop. Yeah, I do hear it. <laughs> So it's, um, but I don't, I haven't seen it. So I worry about that when I go in, like, am I going to like rub up against someone's goo? But <laughs> so you don't touch the walls and you're not like leaning up against the wall to wash yourself. Why? And keep in mind, it's a nice gym. Obviously. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. It's, well, yeah. Now I'm really questioning, like, should I be using their towels? You know, butt cheek fever. I would, I would bring my own towels. Yeah, because they're, they're nut, right? And their hair. You and with your OCD, too? I'm back. surprised you use their towels. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Like, their chemical oh, might not like, be strong. You know, pube hair, like, gets stuck in, like, the foils of the, the towel. Or you worse, know that, right? Yeah. Or worse. Ew. Or worse. Yeah. On your face. Stop. Oh, my God. And then, like, the, uh, <laughs> what about... I know. I have nightmares to your It's face. horrible. So it's horrible. It's horrible. And you know, the towel Ugh. isn't clean like you know how you like what if they the person washing is having a bad day and they, they or has a rash or like No, like the person has a bad day who's washing the towels that put out for the people to forgot use. Forgot to put the detergent. Or they put too many in. You ever put too many and it clothes in? And it doesn't and really it wash. Cl- and you still must. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not good. Not a good day. You know, you go to fold your shirt and it's like, oh, what's that? It must have been a long day at work. Or you just didn't, you put too many in. Don't do that. Oof. I learned that early on. Oof. No funk. Straight up. That's what I got to worry about, people. I'm sorry, yeah. that's traumatizing. Gym etiquette. What are they going to do? <clears throat> tell me. You got, tell me your gym stories. That's what I want to hear. So you guys. Uh, this can't be like everywhere all the time. I feel like you, you have like. A difficult time. I'm not making this up, people. I know you're not making it up. I'm just... I don't know. I question the people at your gym. I'm not making this up. So I want to hear your gym stories. If you guys and girls listening, especially the women... I'm going to spy. If the women are listening, if you went have gone and you have gym stories, call the American Riddle Hotline, uh, 424-248... Can't see... Uh, 9262. His eyes are tightly closed. Uh, 424-248-9262. Use this hotline. You know what I mean? Give your AKA if you don't want to give your name, your alias, you know what I mean? Your rap name, your DJ name, whatever name you want to give. MC That's That's right. And, uh, you know, let me know what goes on. If you have any uh, stories you want to share about gym etiquette, your uh, gym. God damn, that was redundant. Uh, but I, seriously, I know there's some stuff going on. And if, it can't if, just be you. It, 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 no, it's not. You know, And I'm not like searching for the shit. You know? Are you just more sensitive so to much, it? <laughs> Why would you search for pube hair on your toes? I'm just, I'm just keeping it, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. So yeah, call, uh, call 424-248-9262. That's the American Riddle hotline mm. right and you guys can leave your stories and that way i can uh, i can talk about them we can riff on them and see what's up you know what i mean you guys can add some valuable content to the program more we, gross stories yeah yeah all right <laughs> so i recently saw uh went to see mad max with your son fury road with my son you said it was perfection it was a great film so Mad Max Fury Road, uh, unless you've been sleeping under a rock, uh, is uh, is a new movie starring Tom Hardy. Uh, he's, uh, I guess he's, it's a, it's, it's not a reboot, boot, it's more, I guess it's a sequel of, uh, of the Mad Max uh, films that were made uh, in the 80s, starring uh, the aforementioned Mel Gibson. John Travolta. Not John Travolta. <laughs> I got stuck. I had a little bit of podcast-itis. Uh, yeah, directed by George Miller. And George Miller did the original ones, which I thought were spectacular back in the day. 
think. Yeah, they definitely left their mark on a lot of people. When uh, when Mad Max <clears throat> came out in the 80s, my old man, like I, I've talked about this on the show before. There were no Pixar films when I was coming up. Mm-mm. There was none. Nothing for kids. People didn't give a shit about kids. It was basically, here's the deal. You're born. Get out there and, and do this. Every now and school. again, they like, do this. You're supposed to do this. Go to school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get your grades up. Do your do, chores. Yeah. Do, yeah do, go out there. You know, lay down some mulch and some bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? On a Saturday, I'm trying to watch cartoons. I used to hate that shit. Yeah. Mulch. And then when you, when you, when you, when you. You know, when you talk back, you get pinched or some shit, get hit with the belt. These days, you can't do you can't do none of that stuff. Uh, but if you get out of line, you will. I'm telling you the truth. Talk out of your neck. Yeah, talk out of your neck, you're going to get pinched on your neck. My old man would pinch the neck and then twist it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jesus Christ. For women, you pinch them in the inner thigh. Yeah. Oof. That's something terrible. Oof. But there was no movies. And so, you know, I would see... <laughs> So, it goes back to that. So I would see, uh, I would see a lot of rated R movies. And, well, you're and, lucky that your dad liked to take you. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, they Were didn't they... have any choice a lot of times. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, he was into movies. At least he went. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Road Warrior. Uh, damn, that was a long time ago. 1981. Jeez. And uh, yeah, it was way later. It was. Uh, it was amazing when I saw it. I mean, it blew my mind. Half the movies I saw blew my mind because you think about it, you're you're a kid, you're like super young. When I saw the thing, when Wait, I saw how how, uh, palpado- how palpable, I guess, yeah, palpable. I can't. Um, <laughs> I think it's palpable. <laughs> I'm not gonna try. Our imaginations are already, and then you get to like actually see it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's mind blowing. Yeah, so. and, and it blew my mind. So when this was announced, Sweet. it was coming up. I had no reservation. I I I didn't. I didn't invest anything into it just because everything's a remake and it's going to be a reboot and it's going to be epic and blah, 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 blah. So I didn't think. I saw two trailers. Trailers looked amazing. The trailers were pretty good. Trailers looked amazing. So I was like, huh. And it timed out well. And I was like, yep. Yeah. So I picked my son up from school Friday. And, it, and basically when I pick him up from school, it's like, do we sit in traffic for two hours? And I was like, yo, I'm going to pick you up from school. I was like, you want to go see Mad Max instead of sitting in traffic? <laughs> yeah, the right? uh, really options. And, uh, <laughs> I know. What, he, what would you think he would have said? I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to see it. With your dad. He was like, "Yeah, well, I want to see it," but he didn't know what it was. He didn't know anything about it. I was just like, "You didn't yeah. hype it up to him." No, I didn't. He he never. He hasn't even seen Road Warrior or any of those. Mad Max, Thunderdome. No, no. It'd be interesting to see what he thinks after seeing this one. I already know. Did he already see them? No, he hasn't seen those. No, I'm saying like going back and seeing the original. Well, let me just tell you, we saw the movie, and the movie. Is a, uh, I mean, I don't have to explain it to you. You guys have heard it, you know. It's a, uh, I guess there was a, a nuclear f- war, you know what I mean? All of them, it was like nuclear fallout, you know, post, right? <clears throat> yeah, so the aftermath. Minimal, minimal resources. Yeah, the, the aftermath. And, and, and this is it. They're dealing with it. They're in the desert. They're mm-hmm. fighting over oil and gas, water, just the basic stuff, mm-hmm. um, uh, which is what we're fighting over now. Uh, mm-hmm. And there hasn't Our been the near big future. war. But uh, uh, this takes place, uh, you know, it's a continuation of the story of Max. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it's 100 miles a minute. I mean, it's nonstop from start to finish. Stars uh, Tom Hardy, as I said, and Charlize Theron. Is that how you, is that how you pronounce her name? Charlize. Or is it Theron? 
I know it's a funny way that she says everyone everyone mispronounces. So I don't think it is Theron. I, I think it's Theron. Theron. Yeah, it's Theron. Charlize Theron. Yeah, yeah. She's good. She's good in it. And I was I thought I, I would be distracted her, by I her. I see her, her being good in it. She looks good for the part, but I just I have issues with her. But you know, I, 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 I'll see her. In yeah, it. I won't let her distract well, me. Well, I thought I would have issues with her also. Uh, but turns out she she delivered a very very commanding performances performance. Uh, it's a uh, uh, it's a film about like when people look at it. If you just look at it from the outside in, you're like, oh, okay, it's a big blockbuster action CGI packed film. However, the CGI that they use, unlike the Avengers or a lot of the films that you see out here. Uh, these little popcorn movies that are just going to come and fade away, but they're going to keep making them because, you know, they're bringing in bucks. Uh, this is different. It has an R rating, uh, as we said, uh, and it's uh, made with, uh, you know, authentic stunt people doing the chase scenes and the cars were made. They were flipping over and they, they would use CGI, you know, for specific shots to yeah. aid it, what CGI is intended for. So I applaud them. For that, and you know, the cinematographer just nailed it. Uh, I mean, just just. Where was it mostly filmed? Do you know? Destroyed. In those desert scenes and stuff. Um, I think Australia. <clears throat> I think. Yes, yeah. the, the cinematographer is John Seal. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. I mean, just nailed it. It was a beautiful film, and like I said, start to finish, it. Uh, it, it, Max, who is just troubled. I mean, he's he's a troubled man uh, that uh, uh, is haunted by the demons of his past. So if you have if you've seen Mad Max, the first one, where he was a police officer, and I think he was on vacation, and uh, a group of of, uh, uh, of I guess you could say uh, crime lords or bandits or whatever you may call them, uh, killed, raped his wife, and, and killed his son. And since then, you know, he's just been on this journey through each film. You know, I mean, just just as a nomad, a scavenger, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, within each film, from the Road Warrior to uh, Beyond Thunderdome, he's uh, he's he's just uh, been out for you know himself. You know, basically, I mean, he's got involved with other characters, but uh, he hasn't been able to uh, bond or unite or become. Uh, uh, you know, part of a crew, part of a culture or a family. Again, I mean, everything was everything that he loved that was near and dear to him, from his job to his 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 friends and his family was you know were, were stripped from him. Everything that he knew. So with this film shows those flashbacks and how he's haunted by that. And but but it it mainly it's a, a film about redemption, him finding uh, redemption from the past and cool. and to stop running. Uh, and he's on this fury road, you know. It's uh, it's an intense film, I'm sure. and my son he was watching it, and his eyes and the way he was sitting, and at the end of the film, he just looked up at me, he goes, "Wow!" <laughs> and then he looked at me again and says, "What was that?" <laughs> and I, I thought to him, I just looked up at the credits and said, "Mission accomplished." Because <laughs> so you want you want to blow, you know what I mean? You that's what. That's what you want. 
you want to blow someone's mind to get that cinematic experience. You know what I mean? In 30 it, years, he's going to be making a podcast and talking about this. My dad. Yeah, no, you, me. but that's the point, right? You, that's you remember cute. those things and, 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 uh, it, it just stays with you. Like I said before, I remember when, when my old man took me to see, uh, the thing with Kurt Russell and American Werewolf in London directed by the great John Landis. And I just remember how those things just bloom. And, you know, I remember when we walked in late, we were like three or four minutes late and Raiders of the Lost Ark was starting and, and I'm walking down and it's pitch black. You know what I mean? And I see the credits and Steven Spielberg, on, you know, on this right there on the screen, the name in the mountain and the back of Indiana Jones looking at the mountain. I remember all of that. I can remember the smell of the butter and the popcorn and, and we're trying to find seats. You know what I mean? This is my favorite movie of all time. I've watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, Ark you know, uh, easily more than 200 times. Jesus easily. Christ. You know, I could put it on right now and just, you know, I could probably quote it off the top of my head. Certain lines, yes, but if it's on, I can I can just sit there and just talk with it. I mean, I remember I all that. with so many movies, though. So, yeah, when, 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 when he sees that, it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? You know, yeah, it's cool. You know, I like that. I liked it. I like the movie. So if you're looking for, you know, if you're looking for a thrill ride, definitely see it. But definitely, you know, if you get a chance, treat yourself to watch uh, Mad Max, The Road Warrior and Beyond Thunderdome with the Master Blaster and Tina Turner. (laughs) It's good. Something else I watched uh, recently, and I did post this. Uh, uh, it's a uh, movie called Our World War, right? It's yeah. riveting, breathtaking, gut-wrenching, <laughs> inspiring. I can see the saddening, quotes from the newspapers like of the <laughs> heroic, <laughs> triumphant. American Riddle Podcast votes this, this film to be, you know, it it is incredible. any any emotion that you can possibly think of, like it's within this. It's a it's a three series. I guess it was a it's a show. Yeah, I think it's a. Sh- I think a it was mini-series? a it was a mini series on the BBC, I believe. Oh, this is the uh, one you were telling me about. Uh, it's a uh, about uh, British troops right. in World War One. Now, understand the reason why I give it such a, a glowing review is is two two reasons why. I've been listening to a podcast uh, called uh, Dan Carlin Hardcore History, and it's a free podcast. You can get it on iTunes. Uh, you can go to uh, dancarlin.com and listen to it for free. And he has a series of podcasts called Blueprint for Armageddon, where it chronicles the very reason, the, the steps, you know what I mean? The dots that were connected that started World War I and how what happened then has happened now in our future. Like, I mean, in our present and moving into our future, how it parallels Everything that's going on. If anyone's a grandmaster, is Dan Carlin. <laughs> if you listen, if you get a chance. Now, keep in mind, people. This isn't for the weak. This isn't for the faint of heart. This isn't for people 
that don't have a lot of time, but you should make time and listen to this podcast. Uh, and they're not short. No. They're at least three hours each, three yeah. to four hours. And I've they're gone, like three or four parts each, if not more. Over the past two. week, I think I'm up to um, part five now, part four, part five. Uh, it's... It's, it's, I mean, it's everything I just said to the T. It goes into great description on historical facts about the start of World War One and what led to it. Now, I was lucky because I was just talking about our World War. Uh, and the reason why I really liked the film is because I listened to Dan Carlin's uh, Blueprint for Armageddon Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3. And it just so happens I was channel surfing on Netflix, and I saw this. Hmm. So I had already been submerged in, submerged with a great deal of information, mm-hmm. details by the likes I've never heard about. Sto- like I don't want to say storyteller because it's history, but he has a very interesting way of speaking. Where it just it is very fascinating. You are kind of just wrapped up into it. Three hours goes by really fast. If you like anything about history, it's it's fascinating. Actually, yeah, I'm on I'm on Blueprint for Armageddon uh, uh, f- five right Damn. now. It's a four hour and thirty two minute podcast. Oh. The first one is three hours and ten minutes. The second one is three hours and twenty two minutes. Yeah. The third is three fifty six and three fifty seven, and it, you know it just goes on. But it is, and I hate to use the word entertaining, but historically. What he's doing is of great importance. You know, you, you don't even know it yet. I'm, I'm sure people within the community may recognize what he's doing, but just the, the foundation, the knowledge, and the science that he's dropping—it's amazing. Also, how he connects the dots and stuff Holy like that. Macro. Yeah, and you love that kind of stuff. I definitely. It is very interesting and fascinating, and it's nice to see. Well, not nice. It's interesting to see the parallel um, with today. You know, and how we're basically recreating our history. But well, it, it's like we haven't learned. Like I said, mistakes. I was I was fortunate that I I listened to the first 3 and then watched this this uh uh this series. Now you can watch the series without investing that much time, but it'll be worth your while to listen to the podcast at least up to the third <laughs> episode and then start this because Dan Carlin not only gives you a detailed description of these visuals and and these horrors of that period and that time and the mindset of the people from that time. But it then is is almost as if they were working together. Cause when I watched it on Netflix, I was like, Holy shit, this is what it looked like. This is what it, it, it looked like. But even though Dan is able to tell you, I can still envision it. And his is much more detailed than what you're going to see on the BBC. I mean, it's it's very, very well done on uh, on the BBC series on Netflix. Uh, it's all true accounts. It's about uh, it's got three different three different stories, uh, and I'm talking about the series on Netflix, Our World War. Uh, it's three different stories about uh, British troops going through facing the horrors uh, uh, from. Uh, uh, 1914, 1916, and the various battles, 1914, 1916, and 1918. Mm. All true stories. 
and uh, it just it 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 it, bl- it blew my mind. I mean, I, the, the, I watched I watched the last one yesterday. I just wanted to make sure that I had the right. I was in the right mindset uh, to watch. Sometimes I'm not in the right mindset to you know. Sometimes you got stress, you got stuff on your mind. And you just got to be really. I get, at least me. I have to be careful what I put into it at what time. Uh, so I watched this last one, and it was. It just took my it, the the last of the, the the third episode. It just it 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 blew me away. It just it it took took my breath away. Um, give, give me a second. I'll pull up the titles of uh, of the series because uh, it's, it's three different titles, and uh, it goes into each. Um, let's see if I can get it. Oh, no, it doesn't let me do it. I hate this. All right. So the first episode is the first day. And um, it's, I can't get this. Let's see. Sorry, guys. Uh, the first day. And it's it's basically goes into the first day of uh, the war for uh, a, uh, uh, or the first day of a certain battle. And uh, you have to understand and i can't i can't describe this nearly as good as dan carlin but the mindset of people in the 1900s is completely different than the mindset of today because they had never seen anything or did they know what was to come like we know now because we have youtube we have twitter we have the news we've grown up in it we know the horrors we know the lies the cover ups the whole shebang right yeah unfortunately they didn't know they were volunteering like it was it was you were going to go play a pickup game like it was naive yeah they they there were there's a, and there was a second episode i think it's called pals and in pals it it basically was that they would enlist together your friends your family they allowed you to enlist all your brothers you would enlist uh i think the british sent something like 9 million troops 1 million didn't come back Wow. You know, I mean, the, the the amount of lives that were lost. Uh, it was there were there there are there are uh, 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 just 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 graphic depictions of what goes on. The horrors. I mean, think think Saving Private Ryan squared. That's what this is. Now, Saving Private Ryan had a lot of uh, humor and stuff like that. And Tom Hanks, you know what I mean. Vin Diesel, you know what I mean. You had like all these these characters within it, but I mean, so did the war, so did this film, and this film is much more intense, and it's just it's it's brutal. But I had to reflect on Dan Carlin's podcast, and and I would think about some of the stuff he would say, like when 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 uh, the 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 some of the humane things that the Germans and the British would do for each other. Like there was a point in the war where both of them were just fed up. They were tired. They were hungry. It was filthy. They said you could you could take your hand, the trenches they would they would dig, take your hand and scrape, scrape it, and you would think you were picking mud up, but they were just they were just several inches of flies. Ew. Because of flies that 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 were on the dead bodies on the ground, which felt like springy mattresses. Ew. That's how many bodies that would coat the floor. Right? Ew. There were there were instances where the the, the 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 Germans would not shoot at 
certain points when someone when you were putting up the bob wire because that was just wrong and that the Amer- the the uh the the british would do the same and the the commanders on both sides would just be furious because the soldiers knew it was a shit job on both sides you know what i mean there was an instance where dan goes in and he talks about christmas and how they did a ceasefire and it just pissed the leaders off <laughs> You know what I mean? There's certain, you know, stories of of uh, acts of bravery when there's this uh, when you would you were forced, like you you were not forced, but you were given an order. All right, millions of bullets being fired, just thousands, and you're you're in a trench and you got to charge, right? You have to charge, and if you don't charge, you're court-martialed and then killed. So you have to charge and just young kids are just dying, dying, right? And uh, when you would get shot, you'd be screaming, right? And there were, there were, Dan would tell these stories about uh, the, uh, uh, the, the uh, soldiers that would be screaming where they would force themselves not to scream. So they would – sometimes the trenches would be flooded so they'd go in and, 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 and wrap themselves up and die. So no one could hear them because if you hear someone screaming, you're going to go try to rescue them. If you go try to rescue them, what's going to happen? You're going to die too. That's right. There's there's one story, <laughs> one count of uh, uh, they they went to pick up one of the soldiers after he had been shot and he got shot 17 times, Oof. right? And he'd lie there dying on the field of battle. And you know what he did so no one would come rescue him? He took his hand and he stuffed it in his mouth. Yeah, he stuffed it in his mouth so he wouldn't scream, so it would muffle the screams, so he would, so his 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 to uh, save his his fellow. Yes, um, I mean it, that, it makes me tear up just thinking about that. Mm. It makes me tear up just thinking about that. There's stuff like this now. If you go back and you watch Our World War on Netflix, there there is a if you fast forward. There's a scene, and I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to give it away, but there's a scene in the film. It's at the last few minutes of the film that'll take your breath away. Similar to that, an act of hero- heroism, an act of someone not being selfish, and it brings out the best of just being human. It, mm. it really is, and it, it, it'll bring a tear to your eye. So the last, on that third episode, it's, it's funny because all three episodes, uh, now I'm talking about Our World War, is... A great buildup. The first one, the first day is uh, is is basically the first battle and everything that goes on at that first battle of the 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 uh, uh, I think uh, uh, the Germans uh, uh, first storm. I can't remember. Uh, can't remember the, the the area, but it's the, the that first kickoff, if I if you will. And then the second one is about the pals, you know. Even even Dan Carlin goes in great detail and talks about how they would name certain regiments from the streets that you came from, from the bars that you frequent. And you guys would all sign up and it was just morale and it was, you're going off to war, you know what I mean? But they soon found out. Yeah, it was no funny Oh games. my God. Uh, and, uh, uh, the, and then that's the second episode of uh, Our World War. The third one deals with, I think it's called War Machine. Okay. War Machine is the invention of the tank. So you have to understand, mm. there was nothing. There was no footprint or no 
plan on how to deal with the war on this scale. So they were making stuff up as they go. Submarines. Dan Carlin talks about the submarines that, that came in. People didn't know. This was science fiction at yeah. that time. So it, it's not only, like I said, uh, Blueprint for Armageddon and uh, Our World War, which is on Netflix, uh, and the podcast is on iTunes. To listen to it in this great detail puts things in perspective. So if you guys get a chance, definitely, you know, make time and listen to it. You know, if you're outside, you know, working or you're in traffic, uh, definitely download the podcast by Dan Carlin. And uh, if you have Netflix, stream Our World War. Uh, it's a three-part series. I think they're roughly an hour plus long, uh, but uh, just overall, just very well done. So Sounds like hours it, of entertainment. It is. Uh, I think I have a trailer of it too. Let's see. It's a quick trailer, um, just to give you an idea of uh, <clears throat> the feel. Turn that. That's not hooked up. I can tell. It's always some problems <laughs> to show people. It's always some. I can't find it. It is our misfortune to have been witness to these times. But we're here not. So we have to see it through to the end. Let's go! Thought we were winning. No one's winning. Our World War starts Sunday 9.40 on ABC2. She sounds intelligent. On ABC2. Just based on that clip, though, did you see how chaotic it was? Yeah, a lot was going on in that. If there was one thing if there was one thing that uh that I did not like about the film but I, gi- I still give it a pass I still give it a pass is that and I see this a lot in 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 film today uh, where they use modern music oh in in the, the body of work I, I I think it for me it takes away from that period the authenticity, the yeah. you know what's what's real and what the really reenactment. Yeah. It feels like a reenactment. Yeah, and they it doesn't dominate it. There's a few you heard the music there. There's a few scenes where they do uh, you know some hard rock riffs, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's not really. I think it, it does. It's, it's a distraction, but not enough to take away from the four stars that I, I give it. Wow, so, four. Yeah, huh? I give it four. Four. Two enthusiastic enthusiastic thumbs up. I got okay. it out. Jeez, took Good me job. a second. Not bad. Two wow. big thumbs up. How's that? <laughs> Two huge <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah. So it's a uh, uh, you know that's those are those are a couple uh, couple things that should keep you guys and uh, and girls uh, busy. Uh, Our World War, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, uh, Mad Max, Fury Road. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. It is. I almost want to see Fury Road in 3D now. And I'm not really a big 3D fan, but that's something that uh, that might interest me just because of the the the, the filmmaking, the, the beauty of the landscape and the mm-hmm. colors. You know, you want to be in it. You're in it when you watch it. <laughs> yeah, I think some people tried to boycott the movie too. Why? Uh, some male group or something saying that it was. I don't know, man. It was something crazy. Something. I want to see if I can find it real quick. Boycott. You can never please everybody. People get pissed. They always find a reason to get pissed. Yeah. Yeah. 
What is this you're researching? I'm just pulling something. This right here. What does that say? Misogynists are totally right to be mad at Mad Max. Is that what it says? Yeah. Yeah. People are crazy. They get mad over everything. That's what it could have gotten. Angry anti-feminist blog post calling for men to avoid the Trojan horse feminists and Hollywood leftists will use uh, to insist to trope women are equal to men in all things. I don't understand what that means. People just, they're crazy, right? It's always something wrong. Hmm? People always try to find something wrong. There are a lot of women in the film. So they're hating on that. It's not supposed there to are be a lot of women in the well because it's called Mad Max, I guess. But Mad Max, he 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 is within the film. Char- Charlize Theron, uh, her um, her character has a dominant role within that. So do uh, other women. The, the the whole this has a uh, this this the the whole. Uh, premise of the film is a film about redemption but within that body of work uh, there the 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 story is centered around uh, the rescue of I think four um, I guess you can call them sex slaves four women four wives of a dictator uh, who because resources are scarce uh, plant vegetarian veget Vegetative life is that right? Um, is that right? I think so. Okay, yeah. Jesus. Uh, water, fuel. Uh, this one dictator—I forget the, the character's name—but he basically is running the show, and he's keeping these hot models um, <laughs> as sex slaves. Yeah, and and of br- course, breeding them, and he's got other women in there that their job. Why are you holding your boobs? They they make milk. They like make milk and stuff, man. They just stand. Like like cows? Yeah, it's crazy. They're hooked up to these machines. And uh, it's pretty, it's pretty, but yeah, it's it's, it's really bizarre. But uh, it's resource. It's resources, yeah. So he's controlling all the resources. Powerful women are. Yeah, but but that's the point. That's the point that I think we forget. That we forget is the fact that. We create uh, life. That's right. And that's the one thing that you should protect. The creator of life. Exactly. That's the one thing that uh, um, you know. It, it was. It took me a second because I was slightly the distracted. Resource we create more people. I was slightly distracted by the hot models that they had are. within the film for a second. I was like, "What's this?" You know what I mean? And then, but then it. You know, you once you once, unless you're a moron, you know what I mean. You figure out the jewel of the film of life that you know, Mother Earth. There's a reason why Mother Earth. You know what I mean? Like how you just realized No, this. I don't just realize it. No, I'm not even being funny right now. But it's, it's you no, know, you I can't be so short-sighted. It. Of course you have to, you know, doctor up the film to get the point across. But, I mean, you have to protect what is sacred. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's, you know. Oh. I think people, uh, people, the majority of the people get it. And they understand the majority that uh, is, is weighing in on this film that it, it is... Uh, an amazing tour de force, and uh, thank uh, thank goodness that George Miller uh, has not uh, lost his creative edge uh, at a ripe. Uh, I think he's like seventy two, but people just get better, and you can't just again. We've talked Wisdom. about this on a on a podcast. You can't cast out 
someone who is uh, older because these these guys and girls are older, they're wiser, they've been around, and they got stories to tell. Just Agreed. like just like you have got a story to tell, and don't let anyone define you. Redefine what's already been defined. Domino, motherfucker. The American Riddle Podcast. Malcolm Riddle. Riddle.